just keep watching. Yes, rhythm. Oh, and while you can do us, consider supporting us on Patreon.com, where you can enjoy early and free access, bonus episodes, and lots of cool benefits. Hey, come back here with my horse. We haven't got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute. Nonetheless, the melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Because it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. Oops. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Tell You Later Show. Yay! <laughs> Thank you to all our patrons who support us on Patreon.com. People even who are listening on Anchor, although you're missing the big picture, we really appreciate you guys. Thank you for people who want to support the show just by buying merch, which we have some stuff. Let me show you. Ooh, you see. will be impressed. We have t-shirts that say tell you later. And they're on the website, which is, guess what our website is? I know uh, I haven't introduced you yet, but it's coming. Tellyalater.com. Merchulator. 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 Oh, okay. Com. We have nice. a few different. We have the this nice. two different That's colors, amazing. and we have bags, and this other with our original yes. logo. Okay, so anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so I have a different kind of show today Mo. with a special guest who is you, oh, wow. ladies Hi. and gentlemen. I would like to introduce Mr. Tim Friedlander. Hello. That's spelled with a lot of letters, mm -hmm. like fried, fried lander. lander. Exactly. But it's not yeah. fried lander, it is freed lander. Exactly. Okay, because yeah. we live in a free land. True. <laughs> Truth belt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so far, so good, yeah. right? <laughs> we're, out, we're off to a great start. Yes, I think we got the so. name right, so that's, that's, yes. a, that's, a, that's a far step ahead. Yeah, so you're probably saying, you're probably saying to yourselves, and you're probably saying mm -hmm. to yourself, what am I doing at the Tell You Later Studios today? That's a good Why question. does Katie? Oh, I forgot to show our mug. Oh, the mug too. Yee. There we go. Nice. Okay. That matches the logo from the hat over here. It does. That yes, right it there. does. Yes, and we, we thank go. Rose Beasley for that design. Nice. Um, because most of the people I have on the show hmm. are voiceover friends of mine from the past, and we reminisce and we share. But to me, you represent. A whole new wave of voiceover in America. And a lot of people ask me, hey, I go on a lot of podcasts myself. What's the difference between when you started and now? Um, and I give them the answer to the best of my ability. Um, but but not just to me. I really admire you. I I don't know you that well, hmm? which is why I have notes. <laughs> I have notes for this Lots one. I've never had notes before. Hmm? I don't know you that well, but but what I've seen you do just gives me the biggest thrill because you're hmm. not just a talented person. You are a generous, nice guy that everybody likes not unlike my friend will ryan who i started the show with who 
everybody liked too. Mm -hmm. And the thing that characterized Will is that whatever he was doing, he always wanted to bring in people to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. He had a cowboy band, Will Ryan and the Cactus County nice. Cowboys, and nice. he'd bring in people to be part of the show. He'd produce record albums and just find things for people to do. So I think you're kind of like that. All right. And you include, you've created a community. So <clears throat> thank you for coming down here. Thank you let for me, me Let me start yeah. out. Mm -hmm. um, I did watch, there's an interview with Tim. It's got really, really bad sound, but good content. <laughs> um, it was a VOBS mm -hmm. uh, podcast from uh, four years ago. About that, yeah. Yeah, it was from, from a studio. It was, uh, it was a, a live remote experiment. And it was right after you had built Soundbox LA. Yeah, after we'd opened, um, kind of done a remodel and had reopened uh, to the public. The okay, studio. so yeah. let me just add some more to your credentials because mm -hmm. I didn't ask you for a bio or anything. You're a musician. Mm -hmm. You're a voice actor. Mm -hmm. You help with workouts you created workouts yep. for people yep, yep. you're also an engineer mm -hmm. now yeah they are now kind of became one and so i'm going to ask <laughs> you about all that and okay. i have a feeling you're a producer too a little bit yeah okay yeah, see yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah you do all that stuff so the the um interview i watched was from four years ago mm -hmm. yep. and in that interview you said that you had been in la for four years no eight no. Would have been. No, voiceover for four years. So now it's yep. been like eight years since mm -hmm. then. So four years since that interview. Yep. And so I know that there's you've added some new things to mm -hmm. your resume. Got a lot, yeah. So yeah. I wanted to catch up and share yeah. because there's some really exciting <laughs> things you've done for voiceover people. Yep. And I also think that you're just a really good role model. So that's oh, why you. you're here. So thank you, thank you. I wanted to ask you when you mm -hmm. when you were in that interview, you had said to Dan Leonard when you kind of wiped your slate clean mm -hmm. you, you oh first of all let me ask you this you said you did 1000 auditions in one year 2014 mm -hmm. 2014 2014 or 2015 and I did. didn't book anything mm -hmm. 1000 auditions on pay to play sites did you like stop at 1000 were you like keeping no, I just, track no, it's like I just, oh, 1000 <laughs> yeah. that's it i, I just i looked back and i had done i added them up and i'd done a little around 1000 a little over 1000 wow. 1100 or so and didn't book a single job I've probably done the same thing, yeah. <laughs> actually. Yep. But if you look at it as time spent in the booth, you're mm -hmm. getting your 10,000 hours in, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you can yeah. think of it that way. Yeah. But then you said, and I talk a lot about going to, about networking, and mm -hmm. you're all about that. Like mm -hmm. I said, you're a community guy. Mm -hmm. You went to a voiceover conference, mm -hmm. and that inspired you. Yeah, it was Voice, voice 2014 in... August, mm -hmm. September of 2014. Because you found, hey, I'm not alone, is what you said? Yeah, I found that people basically, I mean, I always say I found people who were failing the way I was, and that I wasn't the only one failing, and then kind of reframed that into... <laughs> Everyone who's failing over here in this yeah, corner. exactly. But it's... <laughs> uh, and then and realized that, that it wasn't just, I just didn't know, I just wasn't doing it correctly, and I didn't know how, and I was trying to do it by myself and didn't have a community. Okay, so yeah. what do you mean by not doing it correctly? Um kind of not working with voiceover as an art like anything else that we do if you're a musician or anything else you need to train and get better and constantly evolve and you mean it's not just getting a microphone it's not just getting a microphone and plugging it into your computer and, and telling uh, your kids to be quiet it's part of it <laughs> if, that, if that's all you want to do is plug in your microphone and tell people to be quiet um 
but I, I, I wasn't basically, I came, I came to LA and I, I started, I started, I was training in 96. I started, first started voiceover in 96 training in 96, came to LA in 2002. And I was like, Oh, well I have a demo and I've done my training. I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to go. And did the person it. who made your demo make that promise to you no. or you just assume? No, that was just what I, I assumed that that's just what you, that, that once you have the demo, you, you, you train, you get the demo, you get an agent, you book jobs. Right. And so I did all that and I just wasn't booking jobs. Did you and get an agent with that demo? <clears throat> I did. Okay. I got an agent second year that I was in LA, first, second year that I was in LA and I'm an agent that I still work with 20 years later. And I basically just didn't do I basically just stayed static and I didn't hmm. didn't train I didn't follow trends I didn't learn how to get better I just assumed this is how I, this is how I sound because this is where I was trained to do and now I'm just going to do this forever okay so I have two questions mm -hmm. with that yeah I hope I remember them one is did your agent ever give you feedback the they did um, only once, and was when I when I submitted my demo, went in for a read, and their feedback was, I'm not going to swear on TV, but he said, "Wow, that was not at all how you sounded." Basically, who the heck are you? That's not the person who submitted the demo. You don't sound at all like your demo. Wow. And then still took me. But on they, still took they still took you on. Yeah, because yeah, there was something they heard in there, I guess. Um, was your demo really processed? No, it wasn't processed. I just couldn't recreate my demo. I wasn't. That's and, a really you know. good point. Mm -hmm. Truth, though, because that, that's what I tell people. You can mm -hmm. make a great demo, but if right. you walk into the booth and someone hires you and you can't do that immediately. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, for instance, yeah. Yeah. well, like when I go to work, I mean, and I've been doing this a long time, you know, I, I think, oh, you know, some people, I, I see them listening to their references over mm -hmm. and over and I think, just yeah. play me the reference. Right. I know what I did. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it. I'll get mm -hmm. it right. Yeah. But you get so familiar with, you know, what you do. Not that you shouldn't yeah. study or if it's something unusual. Well, it's absolutely, I think, and then part of that is, is that you are able to, to, to be familiar with that reference because you created that reference. It wasn't that right. somebody created. So in my instance, basically, you know, I, I trained and got a demo producer to, to get me to do something that I couldn't do without them. Yes. And so then you go into a session or a booking or an audition for an agent and you can't recreate something because I didn't actually create it in the first place. I'm taking some more notes. Take the notes. All right. Because, demo, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I've, it's interesting because things are different, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, how yeah. I kind of made my first demo, except yeah. it worked. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and, yep. and that was like after like no training. I right, actually right. went in a booth. <laughs> this is a crazy story. I went yeah. in a booth. She made yeah. it. She got us. We helped put a script together somehow. Okay. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. Lucille Bliss made this demo. Okay. But I happened to be at the right place at the right mm -hmm. time where they yeah. needed People yeah. who sounded like kids yeah. are like, well, just whatever, just right get place, here, right, right time, right opportunity. You prepared, yeah. you know, in whatever way you were prepared, and, and it came through. So my second question is, mm -hmm. I knew I should have asked the second one first. Mm -hmm. You said. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the fangirl up to this week? To find out, stay tuned till after the credits. They said you didn't sound like you're, you weren't, but oh, I knew I would forget this. Didn't sound like me. I was like, who are, who are you? You're, you don't sound like the person on the demo. Right. And you, But you said you learned something about what either, well, I'm going to have to rewind That's a good question. this. question. I don't know what I said. I know. I we can't rewind it and hear it. From now on, I'm <laughs> writing down things as I think about it. Well, maybe yep. it'll come back to me. Yep. <laughs> okay. So you kind of changed everything. Mm-hmm. You started to get training. That encouraged no. you from the event? Uh, oh, oh from, from the event, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and up until that point, I would just basically just try to audition anywhere that I could Craigslist. A lot, you know, back in early 2000s, Craigslist was a great opportunity. I booked a lot of stuff off wow. Craigslist um, for voiceover. There were a lot of, a lot of small, you know, a lot of um, kids coming out of college who were working on their thesis, a lot of kids, people who were doing student projects and needed voiceover. And so I booked a lot of work that way. Um, and one person I met there, I still do work for him still. That's great. 15 years later, I still, you know, he calls me every once in a while. I'll do, you know, a corporate project for him or something like that for, for a project that he's working on. So you did start creating these workout groups Mm -hmm. and you, and I think you give a lot of credit to having those groups to me. I mean, I met you through your group showing up Mm -hmm. like, where, what is this? There's a thing. Okay. Cause I want to know what people are doing. Um, when when you do your work, okay. So what do they call? Let's do a plug. So we have Gardner Gardner Street Workout Group is the one that I started in 2014, and that was basically I because you live on Gardner Street. I live on Gardner Street, exactly. It was Gardner Street. It was Gardner Street Studio, which we we changed because there's a studio similar to that nearby. Um, and basically, I had I had a had a studio. I had a place to work out of, and I was just there by myself. I'm like, well, why don't I just invite some people over? And we can all just kind of figure out how to navigate this industry together. And that's kind of what we started doing. And that was in 2014. Um, I had met uh, like Jason Lanier White, Susan Maisel, um, Dren Lichtenstein, a couple of people. Those are the that people group. I met when I started yeah. coming okay. to your place. Yeah, and they were all early. So that was all kind of the early foundation of, um, of the Gardner Streets workout group. And then from there, the following year, I met Jay Preston. At another workout group, and, fell in love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. We were we were we were just in line, but we had similar hats on, and we bonded over hats. So, <laughs> so we discussed hats. Jay's actually uh, married, but they, married. they have bro love. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and and he and I've been working together ever since. And he he had founded the Voiceover Collective, and so we kind of partnered. on... So how is Voiceover Collective different from your Gardener Street so, workout? Uh, Voiceover Collective is is a public group um, that is. For like networking and meetups, and it's an online, it's a website. Oh, that's when he has yeah. the parties. So all the parties, the 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 wine about vo and some of the other events. It's a resource page now. It's entirely as a website, voiceovercollective.com or thevoiceovercollective.com, um, and that's kind of a resource page. It's got access to um, you know the coaches and um, studios and things along those lines, and then the workout groups are private. And they're small. It's a Facebook group. Um, everybody's welcome, but it's all handled through a Facebook group. Um, and you pay do. to show mm-hmm. up because yep. it's your time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the VO mm-hmm. Collective, I'm going to jump around. Yeah. 
Yep. I understand you bought the VO Resource Guide. Jay Preston and I are now the uh, co-editors of the VoiceOver Resource Guide. So yep. when I when I came mm-hmm. to Hollywood mm-hmm. in forty years ago, there mm-hmm. was the VoiceOver Resource Guide. It yep. was a pamphlet. They yep. had it at the Voicecasters, yep. sitting in the lobby, and yep. it listed all the studios in the air and all the mm-hmm. ad agencies. Ad agencies, yeah. Because we used to go to ad agencies. Right. Yep. I don't know. Tell mm-hmm. us what it's like. What's going to be now? So and, we, and they have an online version. The online version's been around for a while. It's the online version has been essentially just a um a, an online version of the of the of the book. The, book. Yeah. the book. And the book's now 52, 52 pages uh, is what it's been uh, the last edition. It was last published in January of twenty twenty. So it's been it's been a couple of years, over two years now since there was a publication. Um, we you are, mean an online? Uh, well, the online is the website's always been up, so that's okay. been there, but it hasn't been updated, um, especially with a lot of changes during COVID, with agencies shutting down, with people leaving the industry, with you know people passing on. Unfortunately, that that things have changed. The well, website it's something you have to update every it's, year. It's and it has to be the website needs to be you know the website's a living, breathing resource, and so that needs to be constantly updated it has to be changing if an agency agent moves or you know you have agents that are moving back and forth between different agencies that needs to be updated as well the the print version um will be back are you gonna make a print we're doing a print version our plan is to launch um have our first one out in july okay so Um, we don't have it yet we don't have it yet i was going to i asked you to bring some copies because why oh Mm -hmm. because i'm going to be doing a voiceover uh, they don't want to call it a summer camp, a program okay. for one week at Pepperdine for kids. Oh, oh, I was cool. at the U.S. Performing Arts oh. Organization asked okay. me to do that. And I thought, well, that That's would awesome. be a nice thing to hand out to them. Yeah. And that is in July. It's in July. We're, we're trying right now. We're in the process of getting all of our, our prints information in order of those who want to... As if you didn't have enough to do. Exactly. I don't have have enough to do. How are you finding time to do that? (laughs) Plenty of time. I don't know. I have plenty of time. You have a Mm -hmm. master's degree Mm -hmm. in education. You're like, but that's that's not a doctor. That's like professor. Uh, Yeah, I'd be professor if I was going to teach. Professor. Teach in college, yeah. And have you? Mm -hmm. Um, No, I taught taught elementary school for 12 years. So that's what I did for a long time. Um, And then... When I went into, that's what I was doing when I got back into voiceover and um, got my master's in 2016, went full-time in voiceover in 2016, and quit teaching in 2016. It so, so doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. No, no I graduated in, in music education and went right into voiceover. But finish so. what you start. It's very satisfying. Yeah. Would yeah, you say that? It was that? great. It was, that was amazing. I turned in my thesis, and, and I was done, and I got my, went to Boston, did it through Boston, was at Boston University, and went to Boston for graduation and everything. But you never cool. know, because <laughs> I bet, have you, have you, I know you're, you're a, a promo announcer you're a a documentary narrator Mm -hmm. so have you found like the intersection of voiceover and music yet not not music so much but definitely voiceover and education voiceover and and teaching um in that you know if you're especially if you're doing documentary any of this stuff is is really educational material if you're doing a documentary or narration or TV show or something along those lines, you know, training videos, whatever. Give us a training video documentary tip (sighs) when you're narrating what, you know, when, when I'm narrating, at least from, for myself, I'm able to draw back on that experience of what it's like to be in front of a classroom. And so I can put myself, I can't, you know, some people say, Oh, well, pretend you're in front of a group of people. I can pretend that I'm in front. I can bring back 
what it's like to be in front of. I can picture where my whiteboard would be. I can picture where my materials would be. Do you do a lot of physicalization? I I tend to. Yeah, I tend to. Um, For me, it helps helps put the the um, the environment in place. Yeah, well, I would think it it, just like Mm. I do a lot of animation Mm. acting, and Mm. you've been doing that too, from what I hear. But you have to know where you are like feel mm-hmm. you're in that space and yeah. that helps yeah. i always say that our ears are lie detectors right yeah, yeah. so if you yeah. have a real good sense of where you are and you communicate mm-hmm. that the listener will hear that yeah. and feel that too, yeah absolutely right? and and if you you know if you're if you're engaged in that and aware of being in that space then you can bring other people into that space with you and they may not necessarily have been in that space, but you can you can create that environment for for the listener. Do you think you'll ever narrate stuff about music and music production, music theory? I don't know. I mean, possibly. I um, I mean, it's it seems like an obvious connection to do, do but I, don't, I haven't done it yet. So. You're you're younger than me, but not that much younger. No, you're a little bit no, younger, yeah. but you're you're young, you know, you're significantly. <laughs> but um, when I grew up in LA, there was a guy, and I don't know if you listened to him or not, Carl Haas from our mm-hmm. um, okay. classical radio station. Okay. And he yeah. had a whole series of programs okay. yeah. about you know music, and it was really interesting. Nice. So I could see you cool. doing yeah. something like yeah. that, too. Just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm not opposed, especially like theory. That's theory right. stuff's great. That's always fun to, to talk about theory. Did so. I, I think <laughs> I mentioned this once before on the show, but I had a friend in college who took piano. Mm-hmm. She had a piano class, and it's, I said, when I, Marty, she was all nervous because her final was coming. What are you so nervous about? She says, well, I, haven't, I need to get into the lab. I need to, because she hadn't, she did the course without going to class or touching a piano. So she says, I know how to do it in theory. <laughs> in theory, yeah. But I haven't actually done it on a piano. Theoretically, I can play piano. Yeah, how so. How do you get that far into a course I don't know. I haven't touched a piano. She, I don't wow. know. It was San Francisco. Wow. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So the difference is that VO Collective is more of a a social thing. Mm, And the Gardner Street workout is where you go. Now, Mm. when I went, people brought different copy. Mm -hmm. But now you've expanded. It's not Mm -hmm. just a free-for-all. You have a system, don't you? A a little bit. It depends on on the the guest or the workout or the system that we're doing. Because we've also expanded into an online version of this, which is the VO Weekly Workout. Which is an extension of... Of what we were doing, and we had started that. How um, does that work? So that is, if you remember, Voice Bank and yes. the Voice Bank workout. So I remember Stuart from Voice Bank. I don't, care. I, I don't know Stuart <laughs> from Voice Bank. I, I'm post Voice Bank. Okay. Um, and I, so I, I done a little bit of their, a couple of their workouts early on, but it's, um, you know, it's a guest director. You submit a read, and you get written feedback or recorded feedback from a guest director. And we do that every other week. So people, they get a chance. They sign up. Mm-hmm. They pay a s- small fee. It's mm-hmm. not very big. Mm-hmm. They send in there. You give them a copy. Mm-hmm. They read it. And then what? The, the guest director gets like a week or so. Yeah, guest director gets a week. Them. They get to listen to that, give feedback on that. And so then that's not live. Th- we've added a live component this year. Of course. So if they... <laughs> if they but that's not all, folks. That's not all. Um, there, there's a Zoom component. So if you want to... We have 10 slots that are open out of each of the workouts... That if you want to pay extra, you can get a live Zoom um, session with the guest director. It's open to everybody in the group, so you can sit and audit and watch it. And then those 10 who paid get actual live-in-the-moment feedback. What success stories have you gotten from your workout? Oh, 
Oh, you've got your new uh, Tell You Later tote bag. Cute? I love yeah, it. Did you get that at Merchelator? I sure did. Merchelator.com. So look. Super tell cute. Tell Ya Later bag. And That's it's got awesome. everything in it. Do I they got have hats? That's hard to tell. I don't know. I mean, I think people coming back is a success story. If people come back and keep returning, or if people return enough and leave, that's they move on and graduate. I, I want oh. people to leave. I want people to graduate and move on and get work. Um, you know, a lot of people. I don't. I don't really keep track too much of of what people do, but I pay attention to people in the groups. And people are booking. People are getting agents. People are getting better. They're sticking with it. They're not. They're not just like they're not quitting. They're continuing on with their education. And, well, because the anyway. social aspect of having mm -hmm. that encouragement of having mm -hmm. friends in the industry. It's a lonely business. It's a lonely business. Absolutely, it is. And and that's why I did. That's why I could do a thousand. Auditions and not book something without anybody saying anything because nobody's. You don't even um, know if they listen. I don't even know if I'm if I'm not talking to anybody about it. I'm not connecting with anybody. I'm not asking somebody why am I not booking these things? What's happening? Because somebody listened to my so, audio. Since that you know? time, has your agent from that time given you any feedback? No, no, no. Still doesn't no, say no. anything. Yeah, most agents. I mean, you know, if you ask for it and you have a good relationship with an agent, you can get some specific feedback. But you know, agent, you know, they're all everybody's busy. Everybody's they're, so they usually so only busy. call if you have a job or they're mm. mad at you exactly yeah so yeah. i guess no news is good news, <laughs> no news right? is good news um yeah i mean you know i i do i check in i'll you know i'll check in on my agents every couple of months three months or so to make sure that you know hey am i at least on the right track of things going the way you want them to go are you know any suggestions but you know trying to like get constant feedback you're just not it's not going to happen unfortunately from any yeah, they're kind of like Go away, kid. You bug me. Yeah, well, but and that, that's what the coaches are for. That's what you have coaches. That's what you train. That's what you work with somebody that you can go back to. Mm -hmm. um, have you, you know, started so. coaching yourself? No, no, I'm not a coach. You're not a coach. No, nope, there are plenty of coaches. There's plenty of great coaches. Um, who And couches. And, Actually, yeah. we have a couch yeah. behind. <laughs> yeah, couches. Plenty of great couches. Just, you couches. know, the difference a vowel makes is Absolutely. I know. It's, it's a whole big difference. Speaking of voiceover. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the, the letters are all there. You just have to get them in the right order. In the right order. There's a huge difference. Yeah, I, there's enough coaches. There's enough great coaches. There are enough people who make a living as coaches, who are professional coaches, who, mm -hmm. who know how to train and do that in in a way that's effective for their for their clients if people need help i'll help with auditions you, like you know, help so. how with auditions um if somebody a lot of times I'm, i have i have my studio so if somebody needs to do an audition they'll pop in and do an audition in my studio and i can help direct them you did so. an amazing thing during covid okay mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. let's what back up two years okay, yeah, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. covid <laughs> happened mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I remember seeing emails. If you need a place to record, we've mm -hmm. figured out how to do something amazing. Can you talk about that? We we did two things. We had done a no contact voiceover, no covio, what we called it, and we moved. Like, just tell me you're coming, and I'll go <laughs> hide in the bushes. Yep. You run into the booth, and yep. I'll come up there, or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have so the entire. Um, I we moved my studio is on a separate it's on my property in a separate building in my house um, and I had moved my control room into the house so we moved everything oh, you moved out. All your board and everything. <clears throat> control room is completely out of. So the studio was. Wow. So you could remote control on the gate. You could walk in. You could walk up the stairs into the booth without seeing anybody, without talking to anybody. I had camera, web cameras up. We could do floor remote sessions, and I could control everything from inside the house. 
And wow. so somebody could come and go as needed and be the only person on the property. And Did a lot of people take advantage of that? But a lot of people taking advantage of that. We actually opened, um, because of our system, we got approval from SAG-AFTRA and from the state of California to open open a week earlier okay, than so other studios. Is it a week earlier than mm-hmm. other studios? wasn't a huge difference, but it was enough to, for us to open to pick up a, a big project that we've been working on for two years now. So. Can you say? Or is it secret? No, I can't say. Secret. Okay. Yeah. It's being discussed today at around 3 p.m. on uh, on online. It's an announcement today. So, really? Yeah. And you're not part of it? Or are you going to no. leave? No. no. Do you want to be? No. Okay. No, I'm just watching. Wow. That's yeah. very exciting. So we'll see. It'll, it'll, it'll solve and it was it because you were prepared mm-hmm. to have a COVID studio yeah. that they yep. call that, all right, this is yep. the only place we can go? We were open and available and... Not only were we available, but then they've continued to work with us for the last two years. So, is it high fives? That is so awesome. So, I mean, that's guys, this is why I have Tim here. He's very proactive and willing to put in the work because you have, I've seen you work Mm -hmm. yourself to not death because you're still here, but. Close, Thank pretty you. Pretty close. Pretty close. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that what's really necessary? I think so. Um, I mean, I think one of the things that you know, I mean, you know, COVID was tough for everybody in multiple different ways, and you know, I had a tough time. I mean, you know, I, most people had a lot of t- had a tough time figuring out what was going to happen, how to navigate this emotionally, how to how to work your way through through COVID, and how to work your way work your way through the isolation. I think as voice actors, we were innately prepared to be isolated because this is what we do already for a living right. is isolate ourselves. So I think, you know, that that transition into isolation wasn't as traumatic, radical. yeah, traumatic, radical, um, dramatic as it was for a lot of people. Um, but I worked with, um, one of my, my studio partners, Carson Beck, and he and I, you know, we, we saw an opportunity to, you're either going to go two directions. You're either going to just put your head in the sand and isolate and hide away and wait till things come back and then figure out how to get back into the system. Or we could look at what the opportunities were and we could prepare ourselves to be open and to relaunch in a way that was going to be the new normal, as stupid as a phrase as that is, because I, you know, like, well, do you still the new normal do new no normal. contact? Recording? We do pretty close. We still have full COVID, COVID protocol in, in effect. Do you have at two, our studio. <clears throat> um, did you move your console back? Yep. We're back in this, back in the studio. Most people, um, by the time we got into like SAG after protocol, which had very specific protocol on being in and out of the studio and what I, at what times you could be in spacing that you could have, um, allowed us to put our, put the, you know, the main control room back in the studio. And since we have a separate isolated booth, you could send the talent into the booth. I could then come into the studio. What we've done, um, now though, is we've actually have kind of looking towards the future is a full, um, UVC disinfecting system in the studio. What is UVC? So mean? UVC is ultraviolet lights. Oh, there we go. Ultra, oh, there we thank go. You, UV, ultra, UVC. Oh, C is the spectrum. UVC radiation. There we go. UVC. UV radiation. Highest so there's UVB, UVA, UVC. Also, uh, UVC is the spectrum that kills. And, and then there's so different wavelengths the, of that. The so. only way that humans mm. can be exposed to UVC radiation is from an artificial source like a, a lamp, lamp or, or a laser. laser. Yep. UV is the highest energy portion of the UV radiation spectrum. Mm-hmm. And let's UVC from the sun does not reach the Earth's surface. So we got to create our own. We got to create our own. Uh, and, and that 
that light, the UVC, kills. And you met somebody many in club. <laughs> you know, we were looking at it. You know, originally when it first, when COVID first hit, there was discussion of UVC lights. Um, it's what they use. Does it really work? It works. Yeah, kills it's, stuff. Yep, it's what they use in surgery rooms. They'll disinfect the surgery room mm-hmm. with it. It's what you'll see in dentist office. They have the little chambers. They'll put the the trays in all the all the yeah, and stuff. it cleans your mm-hmm. utensils. Cleans and disinfects everything. That's awesome. And so we looked at it originally, but at the beginning of COVID, there wasn't enough um, enough data or or research to say whether it would be effective in a recording studio in the space we had was it is you know could you can you put a microphone in one of the chambers can you is a uvc light going to affect the you know the soundproofing and the foam that you have over time is it going to degrade it turns out that it doesn't and it's very common now yeah it's great um and i connected (laughs) with uh, (laughs) exactly um connected on clubhouse um a little over a year ago with okay um, hold on so okay let me just bring everybody up to speed Mm -hmm. okay so (laughs) there's a lot going on here no it's very cool (laughs) so what you guys need to know is when we go to record Mm -hmm. right we go to a studio there's a microphone there's a chair well sag aftra which is the union Mm -hmm. now there's union and non-union work but Mm -hmm. the union is trying to keep their union actors safe. Mm-hmm. So they created some guidelines. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna ask you about this. So they created some guidelines so like for a while you had to leave thirty minutes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it was between an hour at one point. An yeah. hour, between yeah. when the first when an actor leaves the studio so they could mm-hmm. clean it up, mm-hmm. get rid of any cooties, and then the next person could mm-hmm. come in. Yep. Um, headphones. Mm-hmm. They have to clean the headphones. Yep. They have to, and you, you don't want to spray stuff into your mic. You, you don't want to spray stuff into the mic, no. Um, you do like different pop filters. You change or? pop filters. The, the one thing you know that we've about the mic is the mic doesn't actually push back at you. So there's nothing coming out of the mm-hmm. mic. Everything's going into the mic. So as long as you're not actually going to be like putting the mic in your mouth. The, the chance of getting something Frank off the mic. Frank yeah. To <laughs> enjoy the full episode, please support us at patreon.com slash later. Thanks Met a lot. somebody in Clubhouse, and they talked about the system they had, and what they knew, and they knew a new system they had is that they have a UVC light that you can actually be in front of in real time. And they're, they're, um, they're called the Photon, um, and you can have them, they could be in this, in this light right here. It's on for a certain amount of time and off for a certain amount of time. And in our studio, every 10 minutes, our studio is disinfected and in real time. And they've proven that it won't cause you to <laughs> mm-hmm. grow hair yep, in places There are different spectrums of this. We have a large one. We have a robot, which is what they put into a, a surgery room, and you'll disinfect the surgery room with. Uh-huh. And that you can't be in the same room with. But in two minutes, we can disinfect our entire studio. That is so <laughs> exciting. I have more questions mm-hmm. for let's you. Would you like to hear them? So let's do it. Okay, let's do but it. I have to got. tell you later. Okay. Tell You Later is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us at patreon.com front slash tell you later. You know the Red River Valley is so blue And I reckon that it's on account of you That the birds are all a-singing And the bells are soon be ringing Oh, the Red River Valley, oh The Red River Valley, oh The Red River Valley is so blue
what it's like to be in the imagination station. It's so cool. Look at the tiny door. <gasps> Ooh, press the red button. Look at it. I'm in Odyssey. There's McAllister Park and... <gasps>